Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman and I'm going to take you guys on a solo episode today uh, covering the Blues' epic victory last night versus the Minnesota Wild, coming back from 3 nothing down to putting up a 7 spot on the Wild. Um, going to be getting into that, going to be getting into the confirmed Blues playoff matchup against the Colorado Avalanche and what I think that means, as well as some of the other playoff matchups around the league, um, since they're all set in stone up to this point. But before I get into that, I want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app and join Tommy and I this weekend to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Um, yeah, so taking you guys on a solo episode today, Tommy graduated college this morning so if y'all are hearing this make sure you go give him your biggest congratulations um so yeah i figured i'd give him the day off he's got a lot to do he's finishing up finals um, we both are finishing up finals but i'm a year behind so not graduating yet but yeah tommy graduated college this morning um so definitely send congratulations his way if you're hearing this um but without further ado let's let's get into today's episode uh really fun game last night i'm gonna start there um and then get into some of the playoff matchups, not just the Blues, but the rest of the teams as well. I kind of want to give my thoughts on all the other teams and give give brief predictions on who I think is going to come out of various series. But before we jump into the playoffs, the Blues had their final regular season game last night against the Minnesota Wild. Um, and they they had a they had a fun one. They they had some fun with it. Seemed like the pressure was off. Seemed like they were finally um, settled in and, and weren't really playing with a whole lot on the line as we saw. Um, kind of saw that uh, a little bit differently in the first period. Definitely seemed like they were out of it and not competing at at a high level. But then as the first period ends and Minnesota seems to do do the same thing, sort of take their foot off the gas. And and St. Louis said, "Hey, this is why we belong in the playoffs, and we're going to prove it to." prove it to you guys so hey i bet minnesota if they're if they're thinking about their their potential second round matchups they're they're gonna be a little scared to to go up against the blues at this point if both teams make it out of the second round or make it to the second round i should say um but yeah so blues came out um went down three nothing early on in the first period and honestly at that point i was frustrated i was disappointed but i think uh tommy and i talked about it on the last episode basically said like as much as it sucks that if that were to happen you know if the blues were to go out and lay an egg um they first of all they came out and they pitched a shutout in in game one of this back-to-back um billy huso with his his first shutout which was awesome to see the blues played really really well there um and i think the the first game was a bit of a sneaky um, allusion to the playoffs, like, hey, this is what this is what this team can do defensively. Um, they can shut a good team like Minnesota down. I think Minnesota came out firing uh, in that first game, and and the Blues and Billy Huso did a spectacular job. I mean, Huso had to have an entire highlight reel of his saves just from that game alone. Um, so I, I, a huge game for him, but huge game for the team as well as they were able to gain comfort um, in the defensive end and, and prove that they're they're no slouch when it comes to it comes to scoring on them. You know, it's not an easy thing. And then 
game two, Blues come out, give up three first period goals. Uh, two of them coming really early on. First one coming three minutes and 23 seconds into the game from Nico Sturm. And then the second one coming just 40 seconds after that from Ryan Sutter. Um, so the Blues are down 2 nothing four minutes into the game. Um, and then went down 3 nothing later in that first period. And honestly, um, the response from the Blues that we saw in this game was maybe one of the best, if not the best, uh, period alterations, like, you know, first period to second period alterations we've seen. The, the team that we saw in the second period compared to the team that we saw in the first period was night and day. Um, you know, who but Zach Sanford to get the opening goal, of course, on an absolute rocket wrist shot from the slot. Um, great goal there. You know, proves why he does belong in this lineup as much as we like to give him a hard time and give him crap and and say that he can't produce. Um, I think that goal was was perfect example of his offensive potential. Uh, when he's in the right place at the right time, he can he can pull out an absolutely deadly wrist shot. Um, and then a few minutes after that, Blues went back to the power play and the red hot power play continued to thrive. And Braden Shen scored a scored a nice easy goal from O'Reilly and Hoffman. Hoffman continuing to play make for this team. Um, sort of an underrated aspect there of his game, I think. Um, so yeah, Blues made it three to two on that power play and the momentum just continued. Um, two and a half minutes later or three minutes later, David Perron secures point per game for, for the season. First time a Blues player has done that since Pavel Dimitra back in 2004, 2003, I want to say. So for the first time in 15 plus years, a St. Louis Blue will finish the season at point per game and hit none other than David Perron. Four million dollar man left the left the Blues twice. Came back. Love St. Louis. We love him, and and he he proved his worth this year, having maybe a career season, maybe the best season of his career, um, securing point per game with a with a nice goal there to tie the game at three. And then three minutes after that, Blues go back to the power play. Braden Shen says, "Let me get another power play goal." And David Perron says, "Hey, let me uh let me secure even even more points this season." Gets himself an assist on that Braden Shen goal to put the Blues up four to three at that point. Um, and and at this point in the game, it was still anyone's game. You know, Wild had a really good first period. Blues had a really good second period. But then the Blues come out in the third period and they continue to pile it on. David Perron once again scoring a goal this time on the power play um blues power play looked phenomenal last night um gonna be a lot to handle come playoff time david perron scores a goal to make a 5-3 and then my favorite goal of the night jordan kairu from klim cost and old baby we're gonna be hearing that combination for hopefully years to come makes it six to three and then 10 minutes later jordan kairu says let me let me get another one and makes it seven to three so jordan kairu will finish the year with 14 goals uh great year for him Great game for him. Great way to cap off last night. A uh, lot of fun overall. Uh, I think that the first period of that game definitely could have been, could have maintained the pace throughout the rest of the game. We could have just seen a, a, a unfortunate loss from the Blues and said, "All right, whatever. You know, we're in the playoffs. Let's pack it up. Let's move on. Let's shift our focus to the Colorado Avalanche." But Blues said, "Hold on, we're not we're not going down quietly. Put up a seven spot on Minnesota." So. Really, really fun game there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, good good momentum to ride into the playoffs. Um, Blues are definitely a team that I want to ride with um, moving forward. You know, after that performance, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they can translate that into the series against Colorado. Now, I'm going to be looking at the Blues series against Colorado as well as the rest of the series across the NHL. But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Wealthfront. Stonks, memes, 
rocket ships. Day trading can be a whole lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and truly make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over 20 billion dollars of assets. You can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is 500 bucks to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings today. And when I return, I'm going to be breaking down the upcoming playoff matchup between the St. Louis Blues and Colorado Avalanche, as well as taking a look at some of the other playoff matchups across the league. So don't go anywhere. All right, the time is here, ladies and gentlemen. Playoff hockey is upon us, and the St. Louis Blues are matching up against the deadly Colorado Avalanche in round one. Um, talking about it for a while, Tommy and I have both been saying that we prefer the the, the Avalanche matchup for the Blues, um, and I'm going to stick by that. I'm going to say I do think that they're, they're going to be the – the easier of the two matchups. That being said, I still think it's going to be very, very difficult um, either way. The Blues, I believe, were two and six against the Avs this year, three and five, maybe something like that. So they had a losing record, um, and the Avs are a really, really good team, uh, led by Nathan McKinnon. They seem to be hitting their stride right right now. Um, you know. No, no, no easy matchup for the Blues. Blues are the underdog, the four seed going up against the one seeded Avalanche. So it's going to be a tough matchup. I think, I think there are a lot of elements that we're going to bring into. And um, now that I mentioned that, keep keep a lookout for an upcoming crossover episode between us and Locked On Avs, uh, Chris Masielli over there. Um, we've we've collaborated with him before, but now that we got a seven game series, um, definitely going to have to reopen that collaboration. But yeah, the Colorado Avalanche uh, finished in first in the division and um, just looking at various prediction websites and et cetera, I don't think there's a single um, news organization out there that is picking the Blues to come out of this series. Um, And that's fine. Um, Actually, wait, here we go. Mike Moriel, staff writer, NHL.com, picks the Blues. Attaboy. Uh, Like the only one in this entire article. Anyways, yeah, uh, I'm totally fine with that. I think the Blues thrive as an underdog team i think we've seen that like with their road record this year they, they like sort of having their backs against the wall they like being um sort of uh underappreciated um and they like sort of coming in unexpected and, and blowing teams away and i think you know i don't think colorado is necessarily going to be unprepared underprepared for the blues but i think if colorado thinks this is going to be an easy you know one versus four matchup they're going to be very mistaken um Regular season and playoffs are two very different beasts. And if you if you had to ask me which which two teams in the NHL are going to ha- suffer slash benefit the most from the shift from regular season to playoffs, I think I would unbiased say that Colorado is going to have the hardest time just because of their play style and because of their inconsistent goaltending and um, somewhat inconsistent defense. I know that they have some stellar defensemen back there, but a lot of those guys are more offensive based. So I do think Colorado is going to have a 
decently tough time transitioning to playoff hockey. Um, Again, like I said, you need that consistent goaltending, and they haven't really had that this year. Obviously, Nathan McKinnon is a stud, um, but you know if, if he gets shut down, if Ryan O'Reilly is able to shut him and his line down, does Colorado have that depth necessary to um, to to win those games in which McKinnon is held inevitably held um, to, in check? Um, you know, a goaltender doesn't have a whole lot of playoff experience, doesn't have a whole lot of NHL experience in Pavel Fred, Francois, Francois, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. So apologies there. Um, he was, you know, he was pretty good this year, 31, 21 and seven, two, four, one goals allowed average two, nine twenty three save percentage. So he had a really good year regular season wise. Um, can he handle that playoff load? Can he, you know, withstand the St. Louis blues for seven games? That is, I think something that we are still waiting to see. Um, Again, could see a guy like Grubauer in net um, in, instead. 39, 30, and 9 on the year. 1.95 goals allowed average, 9.22 save percentage. So a couple options there for Colorado in terms of who to put in net, but there isn't really one uh, brick wall. You know, we're we're not we're lucky, we're fortunate that we're not facing like uh, Dallas from years years back with Ben Bishop in net or or Vegas with Marc Andre Fleury. That the if there is an Achilles heel of the Colorado Avalanche, I do think it's going to be their goaltending, especially in a long playoff series like this. Um, you know, there are going to be games in this series, I suspect, where Nathan McKinnon takes over and the Blues are going to have to score a lot of goals if they want to win. You know, they're going to have to keep up with the high speed, high skill Colorado offense, but. On the flip side, there are going to be games when the Blues style of play um, prevails and it's going to be a 2-1 game or it's going to be a 3-2 game or one nothing or whatever. And I think that that heavily, heavily, heavily favors St. Louis um, because of, first and foremost, the goaltending situation for the two teams. Jordan Bennington is a proven goalie. We know that he can steal games when necessary. We know that he can lock in and lead his team to a playoff series victory. And honestly, we haven't seen a whole lot of that out of him this year, but he has been getting up to full speed. And I, I expect him to absolutely pitch his first shutout of the season in this playoff series, in the playoffs in general. Um, and I don't think the Colorado Avalanche can match him at that position. I think it's the most important position for a playoff team is goalie. And I think the Blues have a clear, clear, clear advantage there. Um, that being said, I do think that the goaltending battle is only going to be the difference in like one or two games. You know, one or two really close games are going to come down to the wire. And that's when it's going to come down to Jordan Bennington versus Grubauer or Francois or whoever they end up having in net. Um, but other than that, it is going to come down to the rosters and the depth and as much as the Blues have been inconsistent this year, um, I think we saw it in that last game that that when they're rolling, when that offense is rolling, it could be a really, really hard team to beat. You know, Colorado's got their Nathan McKinnon and and you know their superstars up top, but the Blues have depth that I don't think Colorado can necessarily match. I think when it comes down to third line versus third line, fourth line versus fourth line, um, St. Louis wins that uh, any day of the week. Now, obviously, I think Nathan McKinnon and 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 the the, the skill level kind of benefits Colorado um, in terms of individual game breakers. But again, that's not necessarily what succeeds in the playoffs. You don't you don't rely on individual players. It's more of a team game, a lot more based on like you know withstanding seven games of of hard hard hockey. And again, 
I think that benefits the Blues. So I, I, I do think this series is going to be a lot closer than maybe a lot of the experts are giving it credit for. I think that it's going to go six, maybe even seven. Um, and honestly, I, I think the Blues are going to pull, come away with a win in this series. I think they've faced a lot of doubters this year. Um, they've definitely underperformed their expectations and a lot of our expectations. But you know what? They made the playoffs. All you got to do is get in. And who better to prove themselves against them, the Colorado Avalanche. Um, so yeah, I would, t- I would say St. Louis Blues are winning this game winning the series against the Colorado Avalanche in seven games. That is my official prediction. Now, I want to take a look at some of the other playoff series and give my predictions on those as well. But before I do, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. Now, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. What's your favorite Built Bar? There's so many options. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor. Um, when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. Tommy and I always talk about the peanut butter brownie flavor. It's delicious. If you don't know them, well, you're missing out. You got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Plus, like I said, occasional limited time flavor, so you don't want to miss out on those. Uh, and if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get yourself a mixed box, which comes with two of each of the nine flavors. Uh, no, Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars, but they're also healthy, which is why I love them so much. Most of the flavors have only 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and only four grams of of net carbs. So go to builtbar.com right now and use that promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, before we continue with today's episode, I do want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all that action at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is the chance to get into the game as teams prep for their deep runs into the playoffs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget, use that promo code locked on and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. That's literally free money. And hey, I'm pretty sure the Blues are still have the lowest odds for the Stanley Cup chance for to win the Stanley Cup. So if you think the Blues are gonna come away with another cup this year, put your money where your mouth is, betonline.ag. All right. So not only are the Blues in the playoffs, but there are 15 other teams as well. And there are a bunch of mashups that I want to get into. Um, Don't have a whole lot of time left. So I'm going to kind of make this quick. Uh, Just give one or two sentences on each matchup and who I think is going to come away with a win. Uh, First matchup. And again, this is going to be tough because I have not been paying a lot of attention to the teams outside of the division just because the Blues haven't played them. So I don't know fully how good these teams have been and, and who to expect, but I have a pretty good idea. So I'm hoping I can get get a pretty accurate prediction here. First matchup, Pittsburgh Penguins versus New York Islanders. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty good matchup. I think the Islanders uh, have continued to to impress, continue to um, you know thrive even after John Tavares' departure. They're a good team, but I don't think that they're good enough to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins this year. Uh, Penguins have been rolling. Um, they've looked really, really good, really, really hard to beat. So I'm taking the Penguins in that one. This is another tough one. Uh, Washington Capitals versus the Boston Bruins. I think you could go either way with this one. And before the Taylor Hall trade, I probably would have leaned Washington, but the Bruins have looked unbeatable since they've added Taylor Hall. Excuse me. They've looked like an absolutely dynamic offense. Um, and they've also struggled with health and they're, they're getting up to full health lately. 
um, and still, you know, playing really, really good hockey. So I'm taking the Boston Bruins in that one. Uh, next up, next division, Discover Central, number one, Carolina Hurricanes versus the number four, National Predators. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes are one of those teams that I looked at the standings a few weeks ago and I was like, holy crap, how did they do that? Um, but they've been consistently good all year. Um, I think a lot of a lot of teams are going to be sleeping on the Hurricanes. I don't even know if the Nashville Predators, even though they're the ones here, are going to be fully prepared for what Carolina has to offer. I'm taking the Carolina Hurricanes in that in that matchup um, over the Nashville Predators. Next up, you got the Florida Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Florida, another team that I think definitely impressed a lot of people, surprised a lot of people this year. Um, Tampa, sort of the opposite. I think a lot of people penned them in at number one for that division. Excuse me, they ended up at three. Um, so they're going to have a lot to prove come playoff time. But that being said, I think the Florida Panthers are a really, really good team this year. Uh, I think they're taking a lot of people by surprise. And I think that they're going to take out the defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. And I think the Panthers are going to come away with a victory in that series. Now, Colorado St. Louis, I already gave my prediction. I think the Blues are coming away with that. Next up, Vegas Golden Knights versus Minnesota Wild. Um, if you listen to yesterday's episode or any of the other episodes this week, I think you know where Tommy and I sit on this one. I think we think that the Minnesota Wild are going to give the Vegas Golden Knights fits. Um, they've given them a really tough, tough time this season. Uh, Minnesota's had a lot of success against them. And I don't think Vegas preferred that matchup. I think they would have preferred to play us. Um, and for good reason. I think Minnesota actually might outmatch Vegas and come away with a win in that series. I'm taking the Minnesota Wild in that one. Next up, Toronto Maple Leafs versus Montreal. This one's pretty quick. Montreal's been good. Toronto's been unstoppable. I'm taking the Leafs. Uh, Edmonton Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets. That's another tricky one. Um, I think that's going to be sort of similar to this series. You know, if McDavid and Dreisaitl can do their thing, I think it's going to be Edmonton. But if it comes down to like a depth match, it comes down to goaltending, it's going to be the Jets. Um, but I think McDavid is having the year of of the generation in terms of numbers you know he's putting up points this year that i don't think anyone expected to see and i think he's gonna gonna have that magic last a little bit longer and come away with a victory in this series i'm taking the edmonton oilers over the winnipeg jets in that one and yeah those are those are my predictions for round one of the stanley cup playoffs i think it's gonna be I think it's going to be a really fun time. I think that especially once we get into later rounds and teams play other teams that they haven't played in, you know, over a calendar year, it's going to be really interesting. Um, That being said, I look most forward to covering the Blues playoff run here as with, as with Tommy. Um, Going to be some good, good episodes coming up. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, And hopefully a locker room this weekend as well. But that being said, I think that's all we got time for on this last episode of the week of Lockdown Blues. So thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. That way you never miss a new upload, especially come playoff time. There are going to be some fun episodes, some fun crossover episodes. Don't miss out. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Locked On Blues. Follow me on Twitter and Locker Room at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy on Twitter and Locker Room at TWelcher15. Thank you guys so much for listening. I cannot wait for this upcoming playoff run. It's been a long time coming. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And we got it all covered for you here. Locked On Blues podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.